Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You're listening to Comedy Central. Now hiring. A Mississippi teacher was fired for reading what was deemed an inappropriate book to children titled, I Need a New Butt. (laughs) Word. As y'all know, March... Um, March is Read Across America, Dr. Seuss Day, Dr. Seuss Week, or whatever it is. And uh, that's why you sent this to me. <laughs> this wonderful gentleman. Wow. Pulled out a book for a couple of six and seven year olds up there in Hines County, Mississippi. And uh, <laughs> the assistant principal of Gary Road Elementary, a gentleman by the name of Toby Price, sat down and read this book titled. I need a new butt. He's been teaching for 20 years. The book is about a boy who sets out to find a new bottom after seeing a crack in his buttocks, which made him think his butt was broken. They deemed the book inappropriate because it points to references about flatulence and saying that butts come in various colors, shapes, and sizes. Flatulence. But butts do come in various shapes and, and, and sizes. And flatulence is normal. Sir Mix-a-Lot wrote a whole song about that, right? <laughs> you know, like, what? It would have been way worse if you'd read Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yes! What book is better for a six or seven-year-old than an inappropriate children's book? It's the only ones they listen to. Like, that's the only thing that they hear. Like, I don't... I mean, it's a book about knowing what your butt looked like. Could be worse. You could have read Juvenile. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, kids. First page. Cash money taking over for the 9-9 and the 2 <laughs> Is my job fair? <laughs> Women's Week, we still celebrating these women. Third, uh-huh, uh-huh. the women's, the W I M M M E N, Jacqueline. Yes. It's always well. You know what? I can also dedicate this to Booker Hayat and down south Georgia girl. Mm-hmm. They. Sierra. Yeah, they're here. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sierra. Sierra yeah, they're yeah. all right there. With microphones off, listening. Um, they, you know, I'm gonna dedicate this one to them. Okay. I dedicated the last couple women's songs to you. 
This one, this one's for down south Georgia girl and and yeah. Let's let's go. On. Let's let's kick the theme because we got a theme this week, and I'm I'm always excited when we have a theme, and mm-hmm. I want to get to that. But first, we got we got to unpack the song. Here we go. Yeah. You, What's that smell? What's that smell? Yeah, the ladies. The smell of a woman, she's overcoming, capable of anything, taking her dreams and running. Smell the smell of enhancing social circles, smell of success, even though she's climbing hurdles. Pay gap, passive aggression, sexual harassment, maternity leave. Then men sit back and ask you, why you ain't smiling? Man, it's crazy. So this week we celebrate you, we erasing the erasure. Come on, baby, what's your cash up? What's your Venmo? What's the best way to contribute to your cash flow? Money or the direct deposit? I'll send you something. Just one small question while I got you. <laughs> Women's week. No, no, no. You $20. think $20 yes. is the range for anything. I feel like that's an absolutely negotiable amount of money. $20? Can't even get your nails done. It's just a whiff of a seat cushion. Again, this is not that intrusive of a transaction. <laughs> is there a little perversion to it? Absolutely. There's for sure some perversion. You can't even get a polish change for twenty dollars. What are you talking about? Social justice is the thing. Oh my gosh. We're talking to women who are doing their part to try and make this world a better place. Uh, we got a former judge racked up. We have a woman that is talking about how to raise change-making cheerings. Mm. Mm, cheerings. I believe the cheering in the future. And uh. Mm. In a second here, on the other side of Cody's Most Outstanding, we're going to have to talk about um, this idea of restorative justice Mm. and this idea Mm -hmm. of making sure that returning citizens, excuse me. I'm like you with that third, with the weed and marijuana thing. Mm. With the weed and marijuana thing, I'm like that with convicted felons. I'm like, no, returning Returning citizens citizens is the word. That's what I like to use. Uh, so it's it's gonna be good. But first, check. I need to know how you been. I never check in on you. I, I feel like I don't ask you how you're doing often enough. Everything, every conversation with you is so transactional. <laughs> I, I, I'm good. Going there and I'm good. I can't complain. I had a flat tire at two a.m. Oh shit! Oh, in Mississippi. Oh, in okay. Mississippi, two a.m. I rolled up to the gas station. Triple A sends a third party, this guy. But you know me, I hopped out the car. I'm still all excited. And I'm like, good morning. He's like, you're pretty chipper for first thing in the morning. I was like, yeah. And then he said, young lady, those weren't the words that he used. He said, baby, mm. you need to learn how to conceal your mm. weapon better. I said, Wait, sir. you had a gun out? Wait, yeah, where's the gun? That's right down my hip. Oh, just you get out the car. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And- Okay, so then and instead says, of my shirt being it. over it, I pull it up and kind of tuck it in so you can see what's on okay, my right so you, 
So you're brandishing. Yo. So you're you're open carrying. Yeah. At three in the morning uh-huh. with a good old boy tow truck driver. Yes. And he sees the gun and says what? He says, I need to learn how to conceal my weapon better. And my response was, it's not being concealed on purpose. And we oh, rode for 20 shit. plus miles in silence because he had to tow my car. <laughs> As we celebrate women. Um... <laughs> but wait, this is important, Roy. Women, please know your vehicle. If you don't know how to change a tire, learn. Mm. If you don't understand your car, learn. I ride on Yokohama's. I didn't have a problem with my tire. I ran over something. That's what happened. So, ladies, know your car, know how to handle it, and also know how to handle yourself. If you are in a state where you cannot carry, learn hand-to-hand combat. Because there are men out there that will try you. I have a quick thank you. Yes. Uh, speaking of women's, mm. Ramsey High School girls softball team. Um, I was in Birmingham, and still am right now, but I came down here. Um, I had an opportunity, and I got to give a shout out to the good people over at Meta, formerly Facebook. Meta. Mm-hmm. And win reality VR, man. Um, we got a oh, that shit is fire. Oh, I got a bunch of headsets that were yes. gifted from the people at Meta, and I took them and I and went over to the win VR, uh, win reality people, and they gave us a discount on a software subscription to give virtual batting practice to the boys, the baseball team. And the girls softball team yes. at Ramsey High School. We left two headsets for the boys team, two headsets for the girls softball, and one uh, VR headset uh, for the enrichment library so that any yes. student in that school has access to in- this technology, that metaverse, Web 3.0, NFT, all that shit I don't understand. They have access to it. And uh, it was it was really dope, man. And the software is fire, third. Like it really feels like you are you, facing you, you, a major you, league pitcher. And like, okay, as a okay. black kid, okay, who grew up playing baseball, I know that part of the barrier for being competitive in mm-hmm. a school in a city school system is that there aren't enough players throwing at the velocity that you will see in college. So it's hard to get better if you don't play against better. Mm-hmm. These headsets help you know, to level the playing field, bro. And I'm just so thankful. For, first of all, man, to the city Ramsey y'all High dudes, School. y'all y'all always doing some dope shit, man. That's some that's that's, that's super him. dope, man. And I and I want to commend you with your baseball stuff because I remember uh, you were wearing the Ramsey jersey, and I remember asking you where you at while you was rocking the jersey. Yes. So I'm gonna be all positive for the moment. And say that that's a wonderful thing. And I'm also going to be positive since we talking softball. Let's shout out my wonderful, strong little daughter who just made her JV softball team up here in New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And and, and now that we're done with the positive, I'm just going to come real parent at y'all and be like, do you know how expensive that shit is? And y'all telling me y'all got free ones? Nigga, y'all know how much that shit costs? But wait a minute. <laughs> I, know wait a minute. I know how much it costs. I know how much it costs. reality. Yes. Yeah. That shit is fire. That, that shit what that shit's so expensive. They only gave it to us half price, and that Correct. was still a great discount. Ooh, yes. like, but yeah, no, that's no, amazing. I think it's important to note that Roy walked in to these entities, and he made the ask himself for these pieces with that's these fire. student athletes in 
mind what That's they fire. can do, what they can become. He doesn't tell the whole story. He doesn't tell that behind the scene work that he puts they don't in. Need to know that it's that important because you put it out there. I agree with and JG. You say these student athletes need these things. Help us. And people say yes. And, boy, and it that does. works. That's good. I love that. It does, man. Thank it you. Was, especially when you already know you ain't got a lot of young brothers and stuff that's playing baseball, young sisters yes. that's playing softball. And a lot yes. of that has to do with the fact that they just don't have that exposure anymore, man. Like, it's the same thing. Like, they don't have diamonds. You used to be able to walk around and see cats just mm-hmm. playing pickup on diamonds. You don't see that oh, anymore, bro. man. And and um, that win VR thing, I, I literally... Uh, whether we make this show, this makes the show or not, but it's the truth. I literally bought that system for my daughter oh, nice. because the one thing she complains about is the fact that you know we and I complain about it too. You can't go to a batting cage like that's you a, used that to. That is a fucking soldier. You know what I'm saying? Forty minutes yeah, from wherever work. you are to a batting cage, and it right. doesn't throw strikes. It's janky as shit, nope. and then there's go kart yep. exhaust. It is rare that I will sit and come on this podcast and go, "That was a good day." But you know what? Mm. God damn it, that was a good day yes. in the high school. Yes. That That's was, what's that up. That was a good day. So hopefully the baseball team will start winning when them kids will go pro and give me season tickets. I got to get my kid. I want jersey. Game. Game. Right. Game. That's all I'm saying. Let's get down to Cody's most outstanding fine. employee of the week. We're talking about social justice today, and we're focusing on black women's women's who are out there changing the world for the better. And I want to start with one that's going to be soon to be, assuming the confirmation hearings go smoothly. We sit on the highest of cults Mm. in Mm. the country. Yes. Mm. Soon to be confirmed Supreme Court Justice. Put it out. Tundra Brown Jackson. Yes. All right now. I love the name. All right now, second blackest name since Barack. You know what I'm saying? I love it. The name alone. The name would have been uh, the only. The only way this name would have been blacker is if her name was Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The reason why I feel like she's our CMO. You know, mm-hmm. not only we're we talking about social justice and we're talking about women, but the amount of fuckery that is starting to come. I try not to do politics on this show. Yes. Mm. But the amount of Mm. BS that black women have to deal with Uh once they get the job. Well, once they apply Mm. for the job. Supreme Court justice is a weird job because it's like everybody know you're getting hired and then everybody gets to question whether or not you, like it's the most ridiculous job interview process where everyone gets to second guess you. And uh-huh. normally as a black woman, yeah. that happens behind closed doors and microaggressions and bullshit really? on Zoom chats. <laughs> it, don't happen on, Damn, JG. It, it don't happen on C-SPAN Damn. is my point. Right, right. <laughs> this judge is gonna have to sit down on television and be asked the most ignorant ass questions by people who, who are politically motivated, don't want her on the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to deal with a lot of bullshit for that. Mm. And it's not right. But I know you will persevere, Judge. Mm-hmm. So proud. Mm. And putting up with the forthcoming bullshit that mm-hmm. will be part of your initiation into being an agent mm. of change for hopefully the next five, six, eighty decades. Yes. I hope mm. you live long, Judge. Do some cardio, Judge. Please. Please. You don't... We want you. Just we a need little you. bit. Just a little we bit. We need you in there, Jazz. Right. So go on, switch over to the shitty oatmeal yes. that ain't got no flavor like I did. 
None. Steel cut. None. Uh. That mm. shit is awful, but it's healthy. For that Horrible. judge, Katanji Brown Jackson, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You are Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Congratulations. Yes. Representation matters. Respect. Worse than first time, will we invite you to Job Fair listener to be a part of this program? Roy's Job Fair at gmail.com. I forget to plug mm-hmm. the show from time to time. People still find us mm-hmm. on the various social media DMs, but we're talking about justice. We're talking about change. And when we talk about women's. Women's be leading the charge of change. change. Now, JG, I understand we have. I don't know why I got into my pastor voice just then. I understand. Now, Jacqueline, I understand we got somebody here on the phone that's talking about change and they doing stuff to change. Who is on this phone that's a women's that's trying to change things? We're talking to Naira Jordan, and she works with a social impact investment director, is what she is, for an American family insurance company. While at the company, she has pioneered fair chance hiring for people with criminal records and pushed the American Mm. family insurance to eliminate any questions related to having a criminal record for their job applicants. Oh, there's more. Mm. Block the box. Block the box. Block Mm -hmm. it. She joins us today to share a bit about her social impact work and shed light on the challenges recently incarcerated people face around employment and what corporations can do about it. Hey, Naira. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? When people are doing work that I consider to be selfless, I am very curious as to the thing that drove them to that specific, especially when we talk about incarceration. You know, myself, I stole a lot of jeans in my teenage years, (laughs) did a couple years of probation because of it. And that literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. And part of what helped me was having people who did not see me as some sort of career criminal, but as a kid who made a mistake, who was still pop, who was still had the opportunity and the, and the chance to turn his life around. And that's kind of been my ministry, a little bit more from the probation and reform side. Yours is from the employment sector. How did you land in this space and go, yes, this is the thing I want to do? Yeah, thank you so much for having me today and for asking that question. So with American Family Insurance, we've, uh, for those that don't know, we are a Midwest-based insurance company that operates across the country and life, Mm -hmm. you know, property casualty life insurance company. And we've been engaged in our communities for quite a while. But in 2018, you know, we had leadership that started to take a look to say, you know, we're we're putting a lot of dollars through our foundation into our communities, but we're still seeing disparities. And Mm -hmm. so at that time, we were starting to think about how can we look differently at communities. And so I was asked to be a part of a small team that started to brainstorm and ideate on what can we do differently as a company and what issues are plaguing our communities, underserved communities, black and brown communities. I have Mm. individuals in my family that have uh, been incarcerated. I talk very publicly internal in my organization as well as um, on panels about my loved one that was incarcerated for over 14 years and to see him come back to community, you know, committed to do good, trying to find work, you know, did all the things inside that we want people to do, you know, get college credits, get an Mm -hmm. education. And when he came out, every barrier showed up for him from employment Mm. to Mm. getting jobs to then 
having managers not pay him because they're like, you're a felon. What are you going to do? I mean, he hit every wall that you think somebody would hit. And then have a probation mm. officer giving you heat because you can't keep a job and the judge exactly. threatens to violate your parole wow. because you can't get a job and keeping a job was part of the per- terms of your release. And I, and I think that is so key because so many people don't realize that sometimes housing, employment, mm-hmm. all of these treatment sometimes are conditions of your parole. And if you're not able to find employment, if you... Uh, get a job that downsizes or, you know, lets you go. You only have so much time in certain situations to find employment or you go back to jail. And so, I mean, seeing all, yes, yes. And then like my loved one was on for a period of time was on house arrest. And at that time we were like, oh, great, he's home. But then personally, you start to realize that burden of pain for being under house arrest is on that family. Wait, wait, wait. You pay yeah. to be under house arrest? Yes. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah baby. I, I'm confused. Yeah. You fees. Tell them about it now. Yeah, if you are under um, house arrest, you have that, that bracelet, as they say, the ankle bracelet. There are fees associated with the equipment of that bracelet. There are fees associated with leveraging your... Because the other thing is your phone. You have to have a phone line to attach that technology to it. The topic that a lot of people don't talk about are those individuals that are still under some sort of control, whether it's parole or probation, house arrest. That is still there, a big deal for that's there are more. There are more Americans under supervised release. Yeah. The number around 2018, when I last did my research, was approaching four, maybe five million. Yeah. The layers oh, of this, no. Naira, God bless you for diving into this because i saw all of that and i was just like i'm gonna just write a tv show about this shit i can't be helping for real and if you really want to if anybody (laughs) really wants to understand the layers there's a simulation online um through checker c-h-e-c-k-r which is a background check company they have a simulation on their site that i send people in our organization uh, to as well, I think is the public because it takes you to exactly what we're talking about. It mm-hmm. walks you through this process of someone that's been released, that's trying to do the right thing. And he's hitting against all of the barriers we're talking about. He's making decisions on, do I catch the bus? Do I go to this um, parole meeting or do I go to this meeting for my job? If I don't go here, mm-hmm. I may lose the job, but I have to go to my parole. I mean, so there's these every there's so many decisions that this individual has to make. Maybe my cousin can give me a ride to work. Okay, cool. Let me. What's your cousin's name? Let me run a background check. Oh man, your cousin got arrested six years ago, Mm -hmm. so he's a convicted felon. So you can't ride with it. But it was six years ago, and it was for something completely. Don't matter. You can't can't even live live in this house. house. Matter of fact, now you got to move out of your cousin's house. But I'm going back to grandma's house. That's what everybody is. And now don't matter. Your cousin lived with your grandma, and your cousin got a charge. You've potentially put grandma at risk because maybe she can't have depending on where she lives, someone with a criminal background in her home. And so it really does create these situations of almost impossible success for individuals if you don't have the resources or the family structure. Naira, I got to say, I have a a good friend of mine. I went to Tuskegee, created a, a game, a board game called Life as a Black Man. And initially everybody heard the game and thought it was a joke. 
But then when you started playing the game, the exact scenarios that we're talking about, like you're in college and your cousin gets busted for selling drugs. So therefore they take your scholarship because he was at your mama's house and it's related back. Like stuff like that really happens. So I, I, I really, really, really um, appreciate the work that you're doing. Cause I don't think that a lot of folks understand how complicated this, this shit really, really gets. I remember when I got on probation, I was working at Golden Corral. My probation officer said that I have to do a work verification visit. And so that's where your PO comes to your job to meet your manager. He has to see you in uniform and see you actually doing the duties that you claim that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was gonna lose my job mm. because of that. I like I was like I, I, like on some, I'm just here to resign. I, ate, I took lunch early uh -huh. when I came in, so I'd be full <laughs> before I left. <laughs> I came in at eight before my shift. I did one of them shits. Mm. And I told Mr. Galloway, I was like, yeah, man, this is deal, blah, blah, blah. My PO's going to come by. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. There's nine people here. Roy, we're a place of family, and family makes mistakes. And the next thing I know, my probation officer walk in to meet with the manager and all these other co-workers who I had no clue on probation too. Like, man, that's your probation. It was like when your mama, remember when your mama come to school, Jacqueline? Roy's mama up here. Is that your mama? Man, my mama be coming up here sometimes too. Man, what you did? And this feeling of just being embraced by an employer that did not see me for who I was, but for who I could become. It's mm. just it's a feeling that I've never forgot. But it was, was there, has there ever been anybody in your life, Naira, that made you feel like that or you just want to slap shit up? <laughs> I've had some pretty good ones. I was I did work for my father for a period of time. He runs a janitorial service, but that's probably another story for another conversation. But I think um, a job in college that I actually had a boss that, I, I mean, I was struggling a little bit, just navigating um, the first, I would say, as a college student, professional job. Because like I said, my father owned a janitorial service. It was not making mm -hmm. us rich. Um, and by any means, but he was, he was helping and, and taking care of, care of us. And so that was tough work because um, literally cleaning toilets in, in medical facilities. So I think this job, when I went to college, mm. I thought, okay, this is a real job. And mm. um, I did not feel that I was well equipped to be in that role, but I did have a boss that understood that I was probably a hard worker. And so she took me under a wing and helped me navigate mm. Yeah. Um, the other coworkers helped me navigate just questions to ask. And honestly, it was like, it was like a job in like the college library. Um, but she just made me feel comfortable being, you know, somebody that came from a working class family, being in this new space. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's the one thing that comes, comes to mind. I've had some, some bosses that I, I have definitely walked away from though, that I've mm -hmm. walked away from. Well, well, thank you so much for the work that you do. Is there any way people can support what you all are doing other than uh, becoming policyholders of American Family Insurance? Well, mm. we always appreciate that, to... so I'm going to have to say that. However, <laughs> you can reach out at amfaminstitute.com, which is where you can find out more about our social advocacy work. And there's a, a link there where you can reach out and, and see how you can help support some of the things we're doing. And Roy... Is it possible that Naira could come back one day and talk to us about how to use life insurance to build wealth? Oh, oh yeah, we need to do. We need. You know what? We we'll put that with the death episode when we bring back dead body Sue. 
that's a good no, idea. No, we we're, we're eventually yeah. we're going to do a death cuz I want cuz you know I want to talk to those funeral home yeah, directors. Funeral home fucking crooks. Yes. You charging $500 to take a <laughs> casket to of grassy f- Yes, oh, to that question. You. But we're not going to hold you up anymore, Naira. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you thank for you. what you do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for being a women's. Mm. And we appreciate you in this Women's History yes. Month for helping everybody. Because this ain't no black issue, no white issue. This is a crime issue. And you help mm. It's mostly black people because they lock up a lot of us more than they do other races. But All the time. still, you care about everybody. And you as women's. And thank you so much for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. After the break, the homie Narado, a.k.a. Rob for short, will come on this program and drive it off the tracks of decency that we've just been sitting on for the last 10 to 12 minutes. It's the only way he knows how to do on the road to decency. He is the potholes that you try to swerve around. Um, and then we're going to talk with the um, former judge and talk a little bit more about social justice. This is the Job Fair Social Justice Edition of Women's Week. <laughs> We tread on in the deuce deuce. I'm concerned about this song. You better be quiet before I serenade you again. <laughs> My voice can't go that high. I don't mean <laughs> Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Cooking in the Deuce Deuce. Talking social justice. Big thank you uh, to Naira Jordan, American Family Insurance, man. Helping those, helping those brothers and sisters who was on the inside, back out on the outside, get them a job and not have to check that box. We need a spa sponsor because she deserves two days at a spa just to unwind because the work she does is taxing. If you say so, Jacqueline, sound like you're trying to come up on a spa. I was going to. Sponsorship or something. I mean, we could just send her a gift card. You trying to get a whole (laughs) endorsement deal. Yes. A gift card. Stop telling people you know what I'm thinking. I'm not mad at what you're thinking. I'm trying to get the Chicago Cubs to sponsor this shit. (laughs) 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 We turn our attentions now to a man who has never had to check a box unless the question on that job application was whether or not he banged your woman. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Which the answer is probably yes. Yep. He is undefeated in pregnancy scares with a lifetime record of 43-0-2. 
He is a fan of the New England Patriots, that's the truth, and he was a former Merrill Lynch intern. His mama named him Narado. You can call him Rod for short. Rod, we talking social justice. How you doing today, bro? Fantastic. Go Pats. <laughs> On the road to good intentions, this segment is the car fire that you see off to the side of the road that's mm. been holding up traffic and gridlock for the last three hours. And as you cruise by, you take a gander into that burning inferno and pray that there's somebody in there dead to justify you <laughs> three hours behind schedule. No! Rod, we'll give you, I, I give you the floor, Rod, to give our listeners some topics that they can use to break the ice with co-workers of the opposite race and folks they can't stand. Um, what's going on over there, Rod? Um, Well, we got a, a, a social justice update on the previous story for, for listeners of all races. Um, Jesse Smiley. I <laughs> knew <laughs> it. The small man, <laughs> the old small meister. He has officially been sentenced to over one hundred thousand dollars of restitution and thirty months of felony probation and one hundred fifty days in jail. Five months. His family has said that he is. Dealing with threatening phone calls. His sister Journey Smollett has come out in support of him. There's a lot of hashtag free Jesse floating around Twitter. Taraji P. Henson, and I don't know how she connected these dots, compared it Thank you. to Emmett Till. It hurt my heart. Are you serious? Wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Are you serious? I'm not going to unpack 100%. it. Go Google it yourself. I don't have Emmett Till? Emmett Till was getting subway at 3 in the morning while he was looking at a white woman? Is Emmett that what Till happened? was falsely accused of something, as was Jussie. Love her, but on this, can't throw we her away, disagree. Jackie. I'm not throwing that's her away. That's what I'm we saying. But there's, people, but there's yeah. people throwing Taraji away. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't throw Taraji P. Henson away, but you also shouldn't be holding on to her either. She's just a fucking actor. She has mm. done... She is. She's She's on the same shit that Jussie Smollett's on. He ain't no damn body. Same with Taraji P. Henson. Don't, ain't no, like don't throw her out. She's done so much for black people. She ain't Martin Luther damn King. Fuck her too. Oh my God. <laughs> she said something crazy. Oh well. Let's just be. Let's just leave it at that. Nobody Bless cares. Me. She ain't done nothing for nobody but herself. This <laughs> is the smoldering wreckage on the side <laughs> of the road. To decency. <laughs> Between the social justice going on with black people and the LGBTQIA community, he put himself out there as a black person that's involved in the LGBTQIA community and got both of them on his side. Mm. And he's full of shit. So, yeah, I think his career is absolutely done. <sighs> Well, I can tell you, it, it, white people are the people who he pissed off with the money and their lies too. He lied on them. So yeah, he pissed off everybody he could. And that dude will be working at a Piggly Wiggly soon enough. I look forward to your podcast, Jesse Smollett. I think the lesson <laughs> we've learned respectfully. I'm sure to do that. Respectfully. Let's what get him on this learn? show when he gets out. I'm oh sure no. He'll, he'll be available. I'm gonna be absent that <laughs> day. Because I couldn't. You know he's gonna be really? you know he's gonna be doing podcasts <laughs> yes. from jail. Really, yeah. Jacqueline? Yeah. It's not like we're booking 
some sort of assault situation like if this you're man gonna just lied about getting in my sandwich. face and lie to me and i'm supposed to be your friend i went on social media i said i stand behind you and then when it was justified proven that you are a liar you will not come clean no i don't deal with people like that that's the lesson you learn that's the lesson you learn you can't you can't go to bat for anybody your friends have to fail on their own if any of y'all got arrested i'm telling y'all right now i'm not making no statement for none of you niggas get me out i don't need no statement get me out i don't i don't know jacqueline you might have did it if i did it you still get me out I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's like you said. Let loose some murderer or something. <laughs> nah, that's that. Mm-hmm. Nah, his career over too. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Roy. <laughs> you you got Oh, so wait a minute. It's, Y'all it's, wouldn't get me out of jail. Being a, being a good friend in these situations works the same way that not snitching does. Not snitching is about how you tell the police everything you have to, so they don't suspect you without putting the blame on a specific other person. And that's the same with your friend in a fucked up situation. Don't come out and defend them. Just be like, yeah, that's my friend. And I don't have nothing else to say about it right now. We just go, we gonna let this play out before I jump in with a defense. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. But get me out of jail, please. Nah, you gotta, you gotta stay in there. <laughs> Let's flip it, it up, Rod. Yeah, so let's flip it up, Rod, real quick. Y'all crazy. Oh, no, there's nothing to flip. That one's for <laughs> <laughs> The Justice Smollett story <laughs> is an international sensation. It crosses all cultural barriers. Everybody has a stake in this. The podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. You can get it wherever you download this fine acoustical radio presentation. Rod, Thank you. I will leave you to your candy apple energy drinks and vodka. Whatever the fuck else you mixing over there that don't go together. Don't knock it till you try. Somebody emailed me about that hypnotic and grape soda. They said it was all right. Yeah. I the recommendation. I'm trying to I spread it on them. around the globe. I went and picked up some of them grapes. I went and picked up some of them grapes last week because of Rob. The kind of candy grapes I wasn't. Hell yeah, they good as hell too. Good as hell. Still ain't got a cure for COVID. You motherfuckers working on candy flavored grapes. It should be a shame. Thank you, Rod. Bye, Rod. Thank you. Bless up, sir. Bless up. Bless up. Scam of the week time. You know what, Jacqueline? I don't think we've ever had a guest that is segued better from what we was just talking about with old Jesse. (laughs) Old Jesse, the judge gave old Jesse a hundred and fifty. 50 days, and we talk about the scam mm. that is the American court system. And with us now on the phone is somebody who is helping to de scamify, unscam, to clean it up from the inside, which they say you can't do, but that's a lie because mm-hmm. she's been doing it. Mm. Sorry for raising my voice. JG, who do we have on the line? We have Judge Victoria Pratt. And she is a former New Jersey judge turned professor and criminal justice reform advocate. Now, this is all right, too. Yes. Jersey. (laughs) While on the bench, Judge Pratt adopted the concept of human centered justice, treating defendants in her courtroom with dignity and understanding. Mm. Yes. Get out Mm. of here. Mm -hmm. 
And she has seen firsthand how this approach can impact individuals positively for years to come. Today, she'll be sharing how she came to embrace her approach and a few inspiring success stories. Hello, Your Honor. Hello, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I usually say judges don't get invited to many parties, so it's great to be invited. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we don't have you for long, but I do. Let's just dive right in. You looked at the court system, I would assume, as a lawyer. Were you a defense or were you a prosecutor before you became a judge, before you took your judgedom? Is that the word? Judgeship? My judgeship. So it's interestingly enough judginess (laughs) your magistration as well (laughs) all right magistration big word let's go i actually worked in the prosecutor's office when i was in law school but i had never really worked as a prosecutor or defense attorney i spent a lot of my time serving communities and working in government. And that was before I got on the bench. So it was just a very natural transition that once I got on the bench that I would do that, which was most natural to me, which was seeing the humanity in the people that came before me because mm-hmm. they were not different than me. You know, what is what is the saying there, but for the grace of God, go I. And I used to tell people, you know, just treat people the way you would want your mother to be treated mm. in court. And then I realized that a lot of people don't like their mama. Oh. And so I had to find other <laughs> ways to instruction. <laughs> like, wow, that's what you would do. And so this idea of treating people with dignity and respect really meant, I mean, I didn't realize that I was practicing this thing called procedural justice until someone mm. came and said, do you know there's research on this thing that says that when people are treated fairly and with dignity and respect, it increases trust in the justice system. It also increases hmm. compliance with court orders, which means it reduces crime. And so much of what you see in the justice system is thus criminalizing social ills. So I was a municipal court judge. So you see people at the people, most people see court at that level. So you see people getting a ticket quality of life ticket for sleeping in public, uh, Mm. smoking in public, Uh uh, drinking in public. Well, if you're homeless, the public is your home. Correct. Mm -hmm. And instead of setting the police on them and then bringing them down to the courthouse where the prosecutor then asked the court to impose a hundred dollar fine or $33 court costs. I mean, I remember one day saying to the prosecutor when she made an offer, I said, did you notice that the defendant is wearing one shoe? Mm. Like he's got on a shoe. Mm-hmm. And if he had a hundred dollars, if he had five dollars, he might put another shoe or mm. it. And so some of it just becomes like we're in this suspended reality as we go through this process of imposing fines and expecting people to pay that we know can't pay. Did your approach to criminal justice leave you ostracized in any way? Absolutely. The people come after you. I used to say, um, the people. And I still say, if you're at a job and nobody's talking about you and nobody's making fun of you, you're not working hard enough. Mm. But I believe that we (laughs) all are gifting to the marketplace, right? So I didn't go there caring about what people were saying Mm because I had made a commitment to myself. I was like, I'm going to have three years to do this job. Cory Booker will probably be like, why is she sending all these people home without getting any money? But thank God he actually was committed to criminal justice reform. And I was in there sending people home. Oh, you can't, you lost your job. You can start paying in like six months. Sometimes the judge is really supposed to serve as 
the stop gap in there. And sometimes I'd have private attorneys come in mm-hmm. and they would say, oh, he was in with the wrong crowd. My client was in with the wrong crowd. He Bad company. That was the, their famous line. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a good kid, but he was with bad company. And I'd say to them, you know, that's a funny thing. I only have your client here, but everybody comes in here talking about bad company. When they come mm-hmm. to court, then I'm going to believe that. But what I want you to do is to tell me, has your client got a high school diploma? Mm-hmm. Are they working? Like, tell them those are things that are important because I need to know those things before you tell me to put this guy on probation or yeah. whether you tell me before I accept the state's offer. So the state learned that before Judge Pratt accepts an offer, I need to talk to the defendant if they were representing themselves. So what does it mean to you as a judge if you keep giving somebody, you keep smashing people out and you're giving them jail and they keep coming back every 90 days? The idea of offering them alternatives to jail so that the drug addict gets help so that they're not coming through the justice system. We know if you send them to jail for 90 days on the 91st day, they're still a drug addict unless you help them. Mm -hmm. I say all of that to just say the importance of work and why we need to be thinking about what, how do we eradicate poverty? You mm-hmm. want to decrease violence in communities? Give people work. Let them be able to take care of their families. Let them be able to show up as full men and full women mm-hmm. again. So a lot of work yeah. to be done, but we can do it. Um, I agree. Round of applause. Yes. Oh. yes. You de-scamming oh, the scammiest scam <laughs> shit next to next to funeral homes. Funeral homes still worse than the court system. <laughs> Judge Victoria Pratt, we gotta have you back on because you also wrote a book I that see. really breaks this down even more. The Power yeah. of Dignity, which you can pre-order now, but we gonna have you back on before that book come out, Judge. Yes. We're gonna talk Thank about that you. book and we're gonna talk about everything else that you're doing out there. Judge Victoria Pratt, in the Thank interim. You. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you for, for being a guys. part of the job fair. She did oh. this in New Jersey, dog. Like, I'm just, wow. You know what? Wow. I forgot to ask her. I don't know the protocol, but I forgot to ask her, can one judge talk about another judge's ruling? Because then I could have asked her about Justin. Ooh, I just forgot. No, we're not going to get into that. After the break. <laughs> yeah, like she, the she break. didn't navigate a jersey for this long. You ain't doing that, though. Oh, my God. Y'all good. Y'all going to get me no cells on my boat messing around with Jesse. <laughs> we ain't getting to do it. We, we ain't going to do it. We ain't going to do it, Jesse. Don't you do it. This is Job Fair. We'll be right back. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Job fair. We are back and we bring it at home now. Social justice and woke it at woke. 
how to be more better in Women's History Month. Now, you know what we haven't touched on so far this month, JG? Being a mother. Being a mother is part of being a women's. In fact, some people say one of the most important parts of being a women's is how to raise better women, how to raise more women's. Mm -hmm. Because it's one thing to be a good women's, but is you really being a good women's if you ain't bringing up more good women's? Mm. Mm. See, I don't feel like the church with me. We got to raise the offering. All right, now. Bring it back one more time now. This guest, this guest, you know, in third brought this woman to my attention. We the, The conversation was originally about her daughter. Her daughter, Marley, um, back in 2015, decided that she wanted to do a little book drive, get a thousand books together for, for you know, children who need books, but more importantly, books with female protagonists so yes. that young black women could mm. see themselves yes. and then know that the horizon is not your limit. Beast. Third said, we should have this young woman on the show, to which I said, yes, but I'm not sure. Huh? Legally, number one. Fair. Fair. And then, and and you remember basketball week when we spoke with the with the young brother's mother who has been raising this prodigy. When we talk about employment and we talk about preparing our children for the workplace, and I, we we get silly on here, but that is a very difficult thing to do as a parent mm-hmm. to figure out how to foster your children's dreams and to prepare them for a world that hasn't even come to fruition yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Our job as a parent is to prepare our kids for something that we don't even know what the fuck it's going to be when we get there. And I love Marley and I love what she's doing and I want to make a donation to that whole situation that she's doing. But the mother, that's where my curiosities go. And that's why I wanted this woman on so that she could talk about how to prepare these young women for the future. JG, who is this on on the phone with us? We have Dr. Janice Johnson Dias. And she is a scholar and an activist whose life work is to develop innovative solutions to the challenges facing the poor, particularly black mothers and their children. Her work sits at the intersections of sociology, public health, public administration, and social Mm. work. Welcome, doctor. Hello. so happy to be here. I, that first of all, thank you for the intro. But the intro, thoughts and ideas, I really like that. Thank you very oh, much. Um, you know, these issues are important to me. Your book is "Parent Like It Matters: How to Raise Joyful, Change-Making Girls." Mm. Talk to me about the the ideation of that. When you, yes, when you started with this book. What were some of the tenements? What was the spine? What were the tenements of how to raise joyful change making girls? Like, w- yeah. what were the things that you thought, okay, I need to talk about this. I need to touch on this. I need to discuss this. So, my daughter is the reason I wrote this book. My daughter's a bully. Um, what? And she, she wrote a book when she was 12, published by Scholastic called Marley Dias Gets It Done and So Can You. And she turned around and looked at me and was like, so what you doing? Oh. I was like, wow. I'm keeping the heat on. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Boy, I wish Henry would look, keep look, going. Bro, I'm trying to tell sorry, you. Right? It, it talks slow because I got a daughter, so I, this is all just pinging to me. So please, just yes. mm, give it to them. So she was 12 when she got her book deal, and she opted to actually write the book, which was its own thing. And so she says to me, she said, so people come to me and they say, how will you like this? And I can only explain what I know now, right? Kids get long-term memory after five, hmm. but you know what you did. So you need to write a book to explain what you did why you did what you did wow so that's the that's the that's the foundation so marley is the youngest person on third on forbes 30 under 30. No. she also has a Netflix show where she's executive producer called bookmarks celebrating black voices and she has been the person who introduces the first ladies and interview hillary clinton michelle obama etc right so she has like her own just, acclaim just yes. etc ava duvernay she's been in conversation yes. with ava and <laughs> And she, yeah. she had her own magazine. Elle magazine gave her an online magazine where oh. she could executive produce and create. So like, so she's just like, yo, what's your come up lady? Right? Like, what you got? <laughs> that is a bully. So it forced you to look inward in yourself and go, well, damn, what did I do? What did I to make this full of 30 under 30? Right? So I have a lot of issue with how people who are activists are. They're usually grumpy, fat, ugly, you know, like a whole series of things that are just really not enticing. For Why you are you going in on activists like that? Yo, yo, she went in so hard her accent flipped, B. You heard that, right? Like, it was real clear right. all the time. It was like, right. and the man be on the yard. activists. <laughs> How you want one march when your shirt too tight, boy? You're not ready for cardio. I am in Jamaica, so I'm fair enough. But like, right? So, so part of the issue is like, would you want to follow and celebrate a person who really just doesn't embody it? So the mm. book is about if you want a, a joyful change, you have to be a joyful change person. I just want to know, and this is so personal. But can I come and sit down and cook with you one day? I'm just asking for real, for real. I mean, you can come and sit down and you can cook. I mean, can I talk to you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like raising girls is really difficult. And I think even if they're not, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Bullies. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. Even if they're not bullies, they still bullies, right? Kinda, but like, is, I don't know, like, I, I, I think I can help Thank you, you here. Right. So I think black girls who are smart are brazen. They're Word. brazen. And that brazenness is an acquired taste. I never want to quit, but there is a high likelihood for every day my daughter is in my house that I increase my chances of wearing orange all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Straight to the day, Right? <laughs> every day, I get closer. Mm. So I explain it this way. So my daughter often asks, how come we didn't um, give her beatings or spankings, mm -hmm. right? I am 5'10", my husband is 6'3". It didn't make sense to hit such a very small person. Mm -hmm. But now my daughter is 5'11". Shit's changed. Like the playing field is different now. <laughs> and so I tried to explain that to her, which she doesn't, cause she only knows nice people. She's mm -hmm. never met Janice. 
He's never met Scott. He's only met mom and dad. Ooh. Fuck around, though, is that he's now 17. He could meet these people that are Janice and Scott. There it is. But the way that she has avoided meeting those people is precisely because of the thing I just mm. said, which is because we're so actively engaged in doing things that make our lives joyful, like we just turn her the fuck down. Mm. And I think one of the things that we have to be mindful of around black girls, especially you as a dad, is that that brazenness is often crushed in the world. Mm, so true. And what we want them to use is again, direct that brazen energy to the right source. Mm. The home should feel like the place where you have the most liberties because yes. the world mm. is so deeply unjust. Yes to black girls and to black women, to black mm -hmm. people by and large. Mm -hmm. So the home has to be the place where freedom reigns. Mm -hmm. And that is why she has a special congressional <laughs> honor yes. for her studies on black girls' mental, sexual, and physical health. Before we get you out of here, I, I'm very curious about this part of your work, that you've been able to sit down with a lot of state and local educational departments and city officials to figure out, like like you did a study, I think, was it in Newark? Yep. Was it Newark? Where you all are breaking down basically, all right, look, this neighborhood ain't safe. The shit is stressful. Let's see how that stress translates into other aspects of a young girl's life mm. and keeps them from behaving in certain ways. And, you know, we always talk, you know, at The Daily Show, we talk about how violence is a public health issue. Like, it's not some thing to be legislated like it affects you the same as cholesterol and blood sugar and all of that other shit have there have you sat down with other city governments you don't have to name them have you as a black women's gone into any of these other municipalities with all of this fucking data and they say get your ass out of here jamaican lady and go eat a plantain <laughs> no they have not because the bigotry is real Mm -hmm. So we've decided that some people can be heard. Mm -hmm. If you have a PhD, they have decided that your voice matters mm -hmm. more than the person without a PhD. Mm -hmm. And a part of what sometimes I don't allow people to even know, because knowledge, information about people's lives, all those things, Bob Marley said, he, he who feels it knows it. Those people, what they know to be true is not often understood in those spaces. So I, I sit as the connector between the people, right, and the mm -hmm. research in order to translate it mm. to these people because they can hear me. They cannot hear Keisha and them. I'm looking at your statistics here, and I'm just not sure if that I see the correlation between <laughs> between murder and young black girls' grades. Uh, why don't you get the fuck out of my office, black woman? Uh, yeah, that? yeah. hmm. Yes, that? that's me. It's literally what I do. So I've worked with eight municipalities in general, nice. and those those folks, including the U.S. Conference of Mayors those folks begin to understand because I am happy to use polysyllabic words in order to explain. And I'm also happy to use profanity. Happy. Come get okay. any one of them you want. I'm happy to give you You want to test the champion sound? You, you want to test the rocket launcher? <laughs> I'm out of a fun. Let them know, Janice, I'm out of a fun. <laughs> exactly. Word up. You are rump. You are rump. I'm ready. Well, the book is Parent Like It Matters. How to Raise Joyful, 
change-making girls, Dr. Janice Johnson Diaz. Your daughter's website, Marley Diaz. Marley, like Bob, D-I-A-S.com. MarleyDiaz.com. Read up on this wonderful young woman and everything that she's doing as well. She is She is women's. Her mama is women's, and we thank you for being a part of another Women's Week, Dr. Johnson Diaz. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my absolute pleasure. That's the show. Roy's Job Fair is a product of Paramount, iHeartRadio, South Park and Princeton Productions, and Comedy Central. Thank you to all of these wonderful guests. This This was a very good redemptive episode, JG. Redemptive? You know, we talked about making sure that yeah, because, you know, sometimes we go off the rails. Like, what I'm saying is this episode gives us the equity to do at least two to three indecent episodes. Oh Absolutely indecent. <laughs> Absolutely indecent. The former okay. judge yep. who adjudicates education instead of prison sentences. Mm, we have her. a woman at an insurance company who is doing her part to hire returning citizens and put programs yes. in place so that they can get reacclimated to the world. And you have another woman talking about ways to raise women's. Huh. Oh, we can do an ignorant women's. episode. <laughs> I might yeah. shit. I might have three pimps on the show uh, in a couple months. Mm, uh, might be a no. mm, that's scam job fair and and um worst of first. What was your worst of first? Pimping experience. <laughs> what I'm saying is, JG, is that we have yeah. earned the behavioral equity to misbehave. Mm, maybe behavioral we need to take that to the judge equity. at the highest court of the land soon to be. But I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, as always, we're going to end with the full version of soon to be <laughs> Grammy winning song titled What's That Smell? <laughs> What's that? Have you seen I mean, the emails though, where people are calling themselves women's? Yes, <laughs> yes, as they should with an I. The only reason I don't I spell these episodes is women's with an I is because I know people will search for it spelling it the regular way. So oh. I'm just you know search engine optimization. So gotcha. That's the show. Thank we'll do it again next week. Yes. Yeah. What's that smell? What's that smell? Yeah. The ladies. It's the smell of success. The smell. The smell of a woman. She's overcoming. Capable of anything. Taking her dreams and running. Smell. The smell of enhancing social circles. Smell of success. Even though she's climbing hurdles. Pay gap. Passive aggression. Sexual harassment. Maternity leave. Then men sit back and ask you. Why you ain't smiling? Man, it's crazy. So this week we celebrate you. We erasing the erasure. Come on, baby. What's your cash up? What's your Venmo? What's the best way to contribute to your cash flow? Money or the direct deposit? I'll send you something. Just one small question while I got you. Baby. Can I sniff your seat cushion for twenty dollars, baby? Can I sniff your seat cushion for twenty dollars? Yes, she's a W-I-M-M-M-E. Yes, she's a W-I-M-M-M-E. Yes, she's a W-I-M-M-E. The smell of success. 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 Can I get just a whiff of the place you used to see? I'm trying to be successful too. Baby, you got the secret. Baby. $20. $20. Baby.
dollars. Twenty dollars. One Jackson, two Hamilton, four Lincolns. One Jackson, two Hamilton, four Lincolns. One Jackson, two Hamilton, four Lincolns. One Jackson. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.